0: No.
1: thankful to be in the midweek service. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I wonder if we could give God one more praise tonight for what he did on Sunday. Wasn't that an awesome service? Two young ladies filled with the Holy Ghost. A young man filled with the Holy Ghost. Our God is great. Amen. That just It doesn't just have to happen on a Sunday. It can happen here tonight, amen. God can move anytime, anywhere, amen. It's all up to us tonight. Let's let God have his way in this service. Let's come together and worship him. Let's magnify him and welcome him into this service tonight.
2: Come on, somebody. Let's lift our hands and let's love him in this place. He is awesome. Come on, let's sing it unto Him. Our God is the awesome. He's our champion, he's our champion. Raise your hands in love. for the King. every battle that he's ever fought hallelujah the cross couldn't hold him death couldn't keep him the grave just wasn't enough hallelujah come on somebody aren't you glad to serve the true and living God every praise every honor every glory that we can give belongs unto you Jesus hallelujah we praise you Jesus to you.
3: Hallelujah. My
2: hallelujah belongs to you. Say my
3: hallelujah. My hallelujah
0: belongs
2: to you.
3: Come on, is that your prayer? My
2: hallelujah belongs to Say my hallelujah My hallelujah belongs to you All the praise, all the honor My hallelujah belongs to you Say you deserve it You deserve it You deserve it You
0: deserve
2: it your declaration here tonight my hallelujah the
3: for a few more moments. Jesus, we love you, Jesus. We say hallelujah. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. come on somebody just whisper to him I love you Jesus come on as he passes by just reach out and touch him hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Jesus The Bible says in several occasions that Jesus was moved to compassion. And then after he was moved to compassion, there followed healing. And I feel that compassion. At this moment, I feel compassion welling up inside of me. And I feel like God is going to heal and he is going to bless. We're going to take... some needs before the throne and I just feel like God's going to heal I feel like God's going to give miracles tonight in the name of Jesus Hallelujah We want to make mention of Sister Stephanie George, she still needs our prayer she's having some difficulties and so we want to pray for her Sister Diane Baldwin who's married to Albert Baldwin. She's in the hospital. And if I'm not mistaken, the report is that she has pulmonary embolisms, I believe, in both of her lungs. Oh, she did come home today. Well, praise God. No doubt she still needs prayer, but he answered it before we even asked. So... Thank God. Sister Chris wants to come and she wants to stand in for a friend of hers named Christy. She's 35 years old and has lupus and at this moment she is non-responsive in the hospital. She's scheduled for a tracheotomy on Friday and so she's gonna stand in for prayer and her again, her name is Christy. We wanna make sure that we remember Sister Nidra Gilstrap, she's in need of prayer. Brother Myron's cousin, Crystal, she's in the hospital with COVID, and she's on a ventilator. Uh, Sister uh, Marybeth, why don't you just come on up, to and stand in for her. Kaylee, a girl named Kaylee, is Bobby, uh, Bobby Clark's stepdaughter. She's having some bad thoughts at this moment, and so we want to pray for her. Kimberly, where are you at? We're going to stand in for her. And of course, if there's anybody else who has a need in the house and you want the Lord to move and you want to stand in and have the ministry to lay hands on you, please come this way. We remember all the names on the screen. Ministers, if you would, let's come let's help Pastor Morrell and pray for these people. And let's just all lift our hands, raise our voices, and let's take these needs before the throne of grace. My God, in the powerful name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, that you touch Sister Stephanie George right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, that
2: she's still having some difficulties, God, and I know you're able to heal and touch and bless, powerful God. Hallelujah. God, we ask you to continue to touch Sister Diane Baldwin, God, in the name of Jesus. God, touch Christy tonight, God, in the powerful name of Jesus raise her up oh god we pray in the powerful name of jesus god give her the miracle that she needs right now in jesus name god give her the deliverance she needs right now in the name of jesus from these sicknesses in jesus name god touch sister need right now in jesus name touch brother myron's cousin crystal god we pray that you would eradicate that COVID out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, touch Kaylee, God. (laughs) I pray that you'd reach down and touch her, God. Make an indelible impression upon her mind right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, church, let's pray. Hallelujah in the powerful name of Jesus. Come on, let's take these knees before the Lord.
3: Come on, one more time. Why don't we just raise our hands and love him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some worship right now. You deserve
1: somebody a big thumbs up, praise God, good to see you tonight, hallelujah, good number here tonight for Wednesday night midweek service, praise God, hallelujah, thank you Lord, good to see brother Rick and his wife and daughter back tonight, praise God, hallelujah, amen. They've been moving, praise God, moving to Monroe, praise God, so God is blessing them and Hallelujah, they had to miss a few services to get everything moved But good to see them back tonight, praise God If we need to put any announcements on the screen uh, Go ahead and do that right now if you would I know Brother Norlock is supposed to come next Wednesday And the following Sunday to preach for us And then uh, uh, Brother Burris is supposed to come April the 30th, Saturday and then that Sunday, praise God hallelujah ladies conference coming up april the 23rd and 24th you ladies need to get down there and be a part of that praise god hallelujah amen brother longshore and their church down there is celebrating 40th anniversary pastor's appreciation is the it's the 40th anniversary celebration for the church Hallelujah, Brother Longshore turned the church over to his son-in-law a year ago, so it's the first year pastor's anniversary for that son-in-law, praise God. I know it's going to be a great time there. Brother Dwayne Uzzle will be preaching Thursday, Brother Ben Weeks will be preaching Friday night. Hallelujah. I'm sure you'll be blessed if you get to go, praise the Lord. Uh, Brother Rose, y'all going to take young folks back tonight, all right. Y'all are dismissed, Take youth back to the youth service tonight. Hallelujah. Yes. Four and twelve are going back also. Ages four and twelve. Sister Leah's going to be working with them on a, something they're going to be doing in an upcoming a youth service. Praise God here in the church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good to see you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! How many of you remember the the mistake I made Sunday? I know you do. I seen some of your eyes got a little big when I said what I said. Hallelujah! I want to explain that tonight. Praise God! I didn't say it didn't say it way, the way I wanted to say it, but I did say it, and it was not was not altogether true the way that I said it Sunday morning. So I want to I want to correct that. Hallelujah, I was preaching from 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 12 How that the Bible talks about David being ready And of a beautiful countenance and goodly to look at And the Lord said, arise to Samuel, arise and anoint him For this is he, praise God I made this statement, praise God Hallelujah, I mentioned that when Samuel anointed David king, Saul was dead Hallelujah. Now, I I knew that Saul wasn't dead, and everybody in here knew that Saul wasn't dead when Samuel anointed David king. We all knew that Saul chased David all over the countryside, amen, for years and years and years, trying to catch him, trying to kill him, trying to, uh, you know, to destroy uh, uh, David. Praise God. So we know that. Praise God. He chased David for years all over the countryside. Praise God. But I want you to notice something in 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 35. Hallelujah. This is where I got a little bit out of balance there. Didn't say it just correctly. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 35 says, And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Samuel mourned for Saul. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Chapter 16 and verse 1 says, The Lord said unto Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel, fill thy horn with oil, and go, and I will send thee to Jesse, amen, to Bethlehem, uh, Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Praise God. Hallelujah. But in verse 35, my wife and I talked about that earlier in the week. Amen. How that Samuel mourned, amen, over Saul. Praise God. Hallelujah. But, amen, Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul. You would think, amen, that Samuel would mourn over Saul because Saul had died. You mourn over somebody when they die. Praise God. But, hallelujah, Saul, amen, at this stage in his kingship, he was a rejected man. Hallelujah. He was a rejected man. So Saul, in my opinion may not have been literally dead, amen, in chapter 16, hallelujah, but he certainly was spiritually dead, hallelujah, he was dead to God, amen, God said he would never visit him again, he would never talk to him again, hallelujah, and he told Samuel, he said, Samuel, you got to quit mourning, amen, for Saul, you got to get your horn of oil and go down there to Jesse's house, praise God, because I got a new king Amen, down there, praise God, there's going to be anointed king. Hallelujah. It's not saying, amen, verse 35 is not saying that Samuel saw Saul on the last day of his life here on earth. No. Amen. Samuel never saw Saul again until the day he died. So the rest of Samuel's life, he never saw Saul again, amen, until the day he died. First Samuel chapter 25 and verse 1 amen, Samuel dies, I'm going to prove that point, Samuel dies in 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verse 1 without ever seeing Saul again, amen, but 1 Samuel chapter 28, amen, verse, well, I'm not even going to read that, it's talking about the witch of Endor, hallelujah, who's supposed to call Samuel's body back, praise God, but even if you look at that verse of scripture, amen, uh, Saul amen, supposedly did not see Samuel himself, amen, the witch of Endor saw, amen, someone, and she described it to Saul, amen, and Saul determined that the man that she was seeing was Samuel, praise God, hallelujah, but even then, amen, Saul did not see Samuel, amen, that day, praise God, first Samuel chapter 31, then Saul dies, so, Samuel actually dies before Saul dies. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, I'm just trying to say, hallelujah. I, I said the day that Samuel anointed David king, Saul was dead. I should have, amen, explained myself what I meant by that. He wasn't literally dead, but he was spiritually dead. Praise God. Hallelujah. He never heard from God again. So, I'll move along now. Amen. To Exodus chapter 21, verse 28. 32. We're going to slow down just a little bit tonight, Try try to teach a little bit of something here. Hallelujah. It's not anything that I hadn't taught on sometime in the past. Praise God. Hallelujah. It ain't anything that I hadn't mentioned before. Hallelujah. But it does bear to be mentioned again tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 21 verse 28 says, If an ox gore a man or a woman that they die, then the ox shall be surely stoned, and his flesh shall not be eaten. But the owner of the ox shall be quit, or the owner of the ox shall be innocent. The death that the oxen brought upon the man and the woman was an accidental death. So if it was an accidental death, the owner of the oxen was, was innocent. Praise God. But then, Amen. But if the ox were wont to push with its horn in time past, and it hath been testified to his owner, and he hath not kept him in, but that he hath killed a man or a woman, the ox shall be stoned, and his owner also shall be put to death. If there be laid on him a sum of money, then he shall give for the ransom of his life whatsoever, Is laid upon him. Whether he have gored a son or have gored a daughter, according to this judgment shall it be done unto him. If the ox shall push a maid servant or a manservant or a maid servant, amen, he shall give unto their master thirty shekels of silver and the ox shall be stoned. Praise God. God bless you tonight. Amen. I didn't mean for you to stand reading and all that. Hallelujah. But I want you to put the title of the message up there tonight. Praise God. And uh, hallelujah. The Beast of My Responsibility. Praise God is what I want to talk about tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. The Beast of My Responsibility. The word responsibility tonight, amen, involves accountability. Somebody say accountability, obligation. Somebody say obligation and duty. Amen. So responsibility involves accountability, obligation, and duty. It means there is something amen, that we are placed in charge of, hallelujah, there's something, amen, that we have been given charge of, hallelujah, and in the instance in the scriptures I read to you, the oxen, the owner of the oxen, amen, had charge of that animal, amen, he had responsibility of that animal, praise God, hallelujah, now, there are some basic principles amen, laid out here in these few verses of Scripture, amen, that we all need to understand tonight, praise God. A few basic principles are laid out here, amen. Oxen, I want you to put the picture of the oxen up there if you would right now. Hallelujah. This is an oxen, hallelujah, amen. It is a beast of the field, right, hallelujah, amen. That is an oxen, that's what we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. Amen, about, amen, an owner of the oxen in the Old Testament. Praise God. Hallelujah. If a man owned an animal like that, he had, amen, he had to take full responsibility of that animal. Praise God. Hallelujah. So just leave the picture up there while I'm talking here tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oxen, amen, were very important animals, amen, to the Jews. Amen. They used them to plow their fields with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To plow their fields. They was told, amen, they could not muzzle, amen, the mouth of the oxen that plowed the fields. Why? Amen. An oxen that was plowing the corn, amen, had a right, if he was hungry, amen, to eat some of that corn. Don't muzzle the mouth of the oxen, amen, that treadeth out the corn. Praise God. So, hallelujah, there's several laws concerning the oxen tonight. Amen, that I want to talk about, and that was one of them. Don't muzzle the mouth of the oxen. Amen, he has a right to eat, amen, some of the corn in the field where he is plowing for you and your family, praise God. But owning an ox, amen, or even a pair of oxen was common, amen, or it was soon going to be common, amen, in the promised land that they were going to, praise God. A full-grown oxen, like we see on the screen here tonight, a hey, man can weigh anywhere from 1,000 pounds to 2,000 pounds according to the breed of the oxen that it is. And there are a lot of different breeds of oxen. There are oxen that are smaller than this one that we see. I don't know what this oxen would weigh. That's a pretty big oxen, praise God. Hallelujah. That one may go 1,500 pounds, 2,000 pounds. I don't know. Hallelujah. But there's a different weight, amen, uh, tonight to the oxen according to the breed, amen, that they had or that they owned. Praise God. But because of the size... And the strength and the long horns. That animal that you're looking at tonight is quite dangerous. He is a dangerous beast. An ox is an animal. And some animals, amen, some animals are tameable and easygoing. Good natured. Hallelujah. Calm disposition. While another animal that looks just like that animal, amen, could have a bad disposition. It could be an ornery animal. It could have a bad disposition, praise God, hallelujah, just like a horse. Some horses have a good disposition. A lot of horses have a bad disposition. A horse, a mule, amen, even a dog, praise God, even a cat, hallelujah. Animals, amen, have either good dispositions or bad dispositions, right, Hallelujah, and I'm sure that you've owned a good dog and you've owned bad dogs. You've owned a good cat, amen, and possibly a, a, a cat with a bad disposition, praise God. Verse 28, praise God, if the oxen accidentally gores a man or a woman, then the oxen has to die, even though it was an accident. Amen. That oxen has to die. A human being's life has been taken, so the animal has to the animal has to die. Praise God. Amen. Stone the oxen to death. Nobody gets to eat the oxen. And the owner shall be innocent of the death of that human being. But verse 29 tells us Amen. If the owner of the oxen, Amen, knew that his oxen was known to push or get aggressive. Amen, around other human beings, praise God. Hallelujah, people had seen that oxen get aggressive. Amen, the owner knew the ox got aggressive, uh, aggressive in times past, and he did not keep that oxen, amen, in a fence. And the oxen then, amen, kills a man or a woman. The oxen shall be stoned to death, and the owner of the oxen was going to be stoned to death. The owner... Amen. In that situation was not innocent. Hallelujah. Amen. He was guilty because he knew, amen, that his oxen was aggressive. Praise God. And he did not harness him. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the owner of the beast was responsible. Oh, you're quiet on me. Amen. Oxen was going to be a big part of their lives in the promised land. There were several laws, amen, that were written about the oxen. Amen. Oxen could not be made to work on the Sabbath day. Amen. Hallelujah. God told the human beings, amen, not to work on the Sabbath day. Then he turned around and made a law that an oxen couldn't be made to work on the Sabbath day. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you find, amen, if you're out there wandering around and you happen upon your enemy's oxen, then there is a law in the Word of God that says you've got to replace or you've got to take your enemy's oxen back to them. And then it says if you find your brother's oxen, amen, the law requires you to return his oxen as well. If a man stole an oxen, amen, and it was discovered that he had stolen another man's oxen, amen, then he had to repay or replace that one oxen with five oxen. My goodness. Hallelujah. There was a lot of value on those oxen, wasn't it? Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm telling you all of this tonight, amen, and I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, so what? Amen. What does all that mean to us today, right? What does all this oxen stuff mean to us today? Praise God. None of us own an oxen. If you own an oxen, raise your hand. I didn't think you know I didn't think nobody raised their hand. I just had to ask, do you own an ox? Sir? Not now. He did it one time, huh? Hallelujah. It must have been a meaning. You got rid of him. The Texas longhorns, just like that right there. Hey. did what he mean? <laughs> All right, he mean. Gave him to somebody else and they killed him and ate him. Hallelujah. None of us own oxen. None of us plow with oxen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we don't have to worry about ornery oxen today. But there are some still some basic principles that we need to apply to us in this little story in the Word of God. Hallelujah. It's called Principles of Responsibility. Ah, yeah, I'm going to teach a little bit tonight. Amen, I'm not going to be up here forever. I'm going to say something tonight, and I want you to get this. I want you to remember that there is a beast that lives inside of every one of us. There is a beast that lives inside of every one of us. I'm not talking about a demon. I'm not talking about a devil from hell <laughs> living inside of us, some other creature that inhabits our body. Hallelujah. But there is a beast that lives inside of us, and it's called human nature. Amen. It's called human nature. Hallelujah. Our human nature is distinct from animal nature. Hallelujah. Human nature is the capacity to reason. Amen. Human nature is the capacity to love, to reason, to do a lot of things that we do as human beings that animals don't know anything about. Hallelujah. Amen. There's nothing wrong with love. Amen. But human reasoning, amen, can get us into a whole lot of trouble. Hallelujah. Amen. So this beast that lives inside of us, Is human reasoning or or human nature tonight? Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10 says this the heart, amen, is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I am the Lord. I, the Lord, search the heart, I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Praise God. So Jeremiah, amen, tells us that the heart or the seat of emotions, uh, amen, can be desperately wicked. Our human nature. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, if we don't take some type of control, amen, and responsibility for ourselves. Hallelujah, amen, that human nature, amen, can become desperately wicked, hallelujah. Now, I know I'm going down a totally different path than I did uh, Sunday here, praise God, but you know, amen, we got to mix it up sometimes, right? Hallelujah, we laughed a little bit Sunday, amen. Hallelujah, we got we to get a little bit serious here tonight, right? Praise God. Hallelujah, so, amen, the heart of the, uh, of the emotions can be desperately wicked. Hallelujah, that's why humans, amen, are offered through the Word of God, amen, a chance at being converted, Amen. A chance at becoming a new creation in God. Because you're not going to get to heaven, amen, by your human reasoning, amen, nor by your human nature. Hallelujah. Amen. Your human nature left to itself, amen, will take you right straight to hell. You got to be renewed. Amen. You got to become a new creature, Amen. In Christ Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. you got to be born again of the water and the Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. That's why the Word of God comes along and offers us a chance. Hallelujah. At being converted and being born again and being a new creature. Hallelujah. Amen. The nature of the old man. See, there is an old man that's living inside of you. Hallelujah. That if you don't keep that new man renewed on a regular basis, that old man will come back alive. Huh? Hallelujah. I heard uh, a story of uh, a younger Indian was talking to an older Indian, and, amen, and talking to his elder. He said, I feel like, amen, I've got two dogs living inside of me. And they are constantly fighting all the time. He looked at the elder Indian and said, which dog is going to win? The older Indian looked at the younger Indian and said, The dog, amen, that you feed the most is the dog that's going to win. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not not calling us dogs. Amen. I'm certainly not calling the Holy Ghost in us a dog. Amen. But you got a spiritual man and you got a fleshly man. Amen. And the one that you feed the most is the one that's going to win. the nature of the old man, the flesh, hallelujah, because of its brute strength and because of the danger that it poses to you and to others. That old man, that flesh has got to be harnessed Just like that oxen, amen, was supposed to be put in a fence and harnessed. Hallelujah, amen. Your old man, your flesh has got to be harnessed. It's got to be fenced, amen, and it's got to be, it's got to always, amen, be under your control. Come on now. You got to control it. You got to take the responsibility of controlling it. Amen. The beast, amen, that you are responsible for today, amen, your flesh, amen, has got to be kept under control. Praise God. Amen. And there's only one way to do it. There's only one way that a human being can control their human nature, amen, and that's through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, you receive power, amen, to become the sons of God. Amen. You are a son of God, but then you you receive the power to continue on, amen, being sons of God, growing into stronger, greater, more anointed sons of God. Oh, yeah. If you keep that old nature under control. Hallelujah. You can only do it through the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight. When the owner of the auction could not, when the owner of the auction could not be controlled, or the auction that the owner owned could not be controlled, and he refused to fence him. This is what he was doing. He was protecting potential danger. The man on the oxen, he knew he was aggressive. He knew he pushed. He knew he tried to gore human beings in the past. Amen. But he left that oxen out in the field and didn't fence him and didn't harness him. Amen. Hallelujah. He was protecting, uh, amen, potential danger. Same thing today with us. Amen. If our flesh gets out of control, amen, and we don't do anything about it, amen, then we have become dangerous. Hallelujah. Amen. We are actually protecting potential danger in us. Amen. If that flesh is pushing against the Spirit, pushing against the Spirit, pushing against the Spirit. Amen. And you sit there, amen, on your do-nothings and don't do anything about it. You are protecting potential danger. We become dangerous to ourselves. Amen. And then we become dangerous to others. Hallelujah. You know, it's awful to get cussed out by a sinner. You know what's worse? To get cussed out by a child of God. Huh? I've been cussed by both. Hallelujah. I could take the cussing of the sinner a whole lot better than I could take the cussing of the so-called child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you, that's what happens when things get out of control. Amen. Actions get out of control. Thoughts get out of control. Amen. Behavior gets out of control. Hallelujah. Amen. When we don't keep it harnessed. Amen. The way that God wants us to keep it harnessed. Galatians 5, verses 14, reading down. For all of the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ain't nothing wrong with loving your neighbor, right? But. if you bite... Now, this is written to Christians. This is written to church. This is not written to sinners. This is written to us. Right? Amen. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. If you bite and devour... If you bite one another, make sure you don't devour one another, right? (laughs) This I say then, walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Here we're coming up with an answer now. Hallelujah. we got to walk in the Spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? For the flesh lusteth after the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. These are contrary, amen, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. He's again talking to Christians. Amen. If you're in the flesh, you cannot do what you're supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? Adultery. Some might say that's bad. Fornication. Some might say that's bad. Uncleanness. lasciviousness, Idolatry. Witchcraft. Hatred. Variance. Emulations. wrath, Strife. Seditions and heresies. Envies. Murders. 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 There's murders up there envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before as I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, temperance. against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh Amen, with the, inf- with the uh, affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. The lust of the flesh, according to those verses of Scripture, amen, contains a whole lot of hurtful things. Amen. Among them is adultery. Hallelujah. Adultery is a hurtful thing. Fornication is a hurtful thing. Amen. What about murder? Murder is certainly, amen, a hurtful thing. Amen. And those are just three things that are listed in, amen, in a long list of other things there. But verse 24 is our hope. Go back to verse 24. And they that are Christ have crucified. How many of you belong to Christ tonight? Amen. If you lift your hands say I belong to Christ, amen, that means you have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust thereof. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God. Amen. I've got to crucify. Hallelujah. The affections and the lusts of the flesh. Praise God. That's my hope tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 and verse 13 says, For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. Boy. Hallelujah. Where's that old oxen again? Praise God. Where's that potential danger? Huh? Huh? Are we protecting potential danger? (laughs) Hallelujah. Tonight, amen. Is that what we're doing? Hallelujah. Are we letting our flesh get by with all that we think, amen, that it can get by with? Pushing here and pushing there and, amen, and just being aggressive. Hallelujah. In all kinds of directions tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Amen, this verse of the Scripture, if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. See, tonight, amen, we, 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 we got a choice to make. Amen, we get to choose, amen, whether we live or die. Amen, if we live after the flesh, we're going to die. If we live after the Spirit, we're going to live. I choose life tonight, how about you? Hallelujah. I said, I choose life tonight. How about you? Oh, yes. The beast of my responsibility is my flesh. It's my human nature. It's my emotion. It's my reasoning. Oh, that can get a lot of people in a lot of trouble. Hallelujah. Let's look at next verse of Scripture, Colossians chapter 3. If you then be risen or with... <laughs> i got to slow down. I'm trying to hurry up and get you all out of here. Amen. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, amen, not on the things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ and God. you got to die out to the world, right? Dying out to the world means you get to live, amen, for Christ. When Christ... Who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication and all these other things. Here, go to the next verse of Scripture. Amen. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which you also walked sometime when you lived in them. Talking about our past, at one time in our past, Our flesh controlled us. Huh? It completely controlled every decision we made, every action, amen, every every type of behavior that we got caught up in. It was controlled by our flesh. But now you also put off all of those things. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not, one, lie not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. We put off the old man. The old man's got to die. We put on the new man. The new man's got to live, right? Hallelujah. Mortify, therefore your members. What does this word mortify mean? Amen. The word mortify means put to death. The lust of your flesh. Come on now. The lust of our flesh has got to die. Hallelujah. And if we don't put out the lust of our flesh to death, amen, then you and I are protecting potential danger. Hallelujah. 1 John chapter 2 verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, or the things that are in the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, those things are not of the Father, but those things are of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Hallelujah. Amen. See, we got to make a choice tonight. we got to make a choice tonight. Amen. Are we going to do the will of God and live? Amen. Are we going to walk after the Spirit and live? Are we going to mortify the deeds of our body? Amen. Let that fleshly man, old man, die so that we can live for God. Amen. Amen. When I read those verses of Scripture, it makes me want to say, if you ever find yourselves protecting a growing love for the world or a growing love for the things of the world, that beast is your responsibility. Amen. It's inside of you. That beast that's inside of you, amen, is your responsibility. It's not my responsibility. All I can do is come in here on a Wednesday night, amen, and preach and try to help you. Harness that beast. Control that beast. Muzzle that beast, hallelujah, which is your flesh. Keep it under subjection, amen, to the power of the Holy Ghost tonight. That's all I can do. Amen. Amen. That beast belongs to you. That's your human nature. That's your flesh. Hallelujah. You've got to be responsible for controlling it. I can't do it for you. Amen. Your husband and wife can't do it for you. Your kids, your mama, your daddy. Amen. Your family can't do it for you. That beast is your responsibility. Amen. And you've got to take control of it yourselves. And if your flesh tonight is pushing against the will of God, pushing, driving you. Listen, I, I used to go over a friend to a friend's house. I uh, can't even remember his name now. It's been so long ago. I was about 9 or 10 years old. But his dad owned, or his dad run a, a, uh, a milking of where they would milk cows. I mean, he he run, you know, I guess a little cattle farm, and they would bring the cows in and milk the cows. And out there, in the field, amen, or a section of the field, Hallelujah. I don't know what it was, amen. It, 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 it might have been a, it might have been a cow with horns. I don't know, Hallelujah. I don't know what it was. Praise God. But all of us guys. Amen, me and several friends and, the, and the, the boy that we were visiting with, we all jumped over into that fence with that, amen, with that cow, with that beast with horns on his head. And we looked across the field there, and that, that thing was, all of a sudden, it started pawing the ground. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, it started pawing. Amen. And we was 100 yards from it. Thank God we was closer to the fence than we was to the beast because he paused for just a minute, and all of a sudden he came after us. Amen. I'm talking about he was like a freight train coming across that field at us guys. Hallelujah. Amen. We started screaming like a bunch of little sissies, and we got over the fence just in time. Amen. The time the last guy got over the fence, amen, the cow or the whatever it was with the horns on his head was right there. Amen, we were saved, hallelujah. It could have been, amen, right the opposite that day. Amen, one of us could have been gored to death. Amen, by a beast, hallelujah, that was aggressive and out of control. Hallelujah, so we need to think about this stuff tonight, hallelujah. Amen, if your flesh is becoming aggressive, amen, you got to stop it before you go too far. Amen. you got to take control of it. Fence it. Corral it. Muzzle it. Do whatever you got to do. Hallelujah. Amen. The Scripture doesn't say they could not muzzle Amen. the oxen when it wasn't treading out the corn. But when it was treading the corn, they, had, they couldn't muzzle it. I guess, amen, allowing the oxen an opportunity every once in a while to reach down and get a bite of corn while he was plowing the field helped to appease the oxen, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, there's certain things that we got to do. We got to stop it before you go too far. Amen. You got to get on your knees and cry out to God. There ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Amen. There ain't but one way, amen, to get control of flesh that is out of control. You got to get down on your knees and cry out to God. Amen. You got to pray like you mean it. Not a little bedtime prayer. Not a little, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. That's not the kind of prayer we need to be praying if our flesh gets out of control. Amen. We need to be on our faces in an altar. Amen. Praying like we mean it. And then you need to add something to your prayers. You need to add some fasting to your prayers. I'm just trying to help us tonight. I hope you're listening. Hope somebody's listening tonight. Amen. Fasting. By fasting, I mean setting aside food for a while. I don't know how many days it would take for you to fast, amen, to get control of your flesh. But I'm telling you, amen, a two or three or four or five day fast, hallelujah, amen, you totally do without food for, amen, a week. I'm telling you, (laughs) hallelujah, your flesh will start getting weaker and weaker. But your inner man, your spirit man, will start getting stronger and stronger and stronger. You have to set aside some food sometimes for a few days when your flesh is getting out of control. Amen. Fasting will do wonders on controlling the lust of the flesh. I ain't got time to preach on it. I'm just telling you, like it is. You know what fasting is? If you don't, Google it. <laughs> Amen. Fasting will break through even the darkest spirits of hell, amen, that are trying to take you hostage. Hallelujah. I don't know what spirits of hell you're fighting tonight, amen, but if you're fighting the deepest, darkest, amen, spirits, amen, of hell tonight, hallelujah, amen, fasting will help break you through those spirits of darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're going to live for God, you got to take responsibility for your own actions. You can't blame it on me. You can't blame it on nobody else. Hallelujah. Amen. It's your beast. It's your human nature. It's your human reasoning. Quit making excuses for sin. Hallelujah. Quit. Quit reasoning. Amen, away, hallelujah. Amen, the fact, amen, that sin is sin. You can't overlook sin. You can't deny sin. Amen, you can't pat sin on the back, hallelujah. Amen, sin is sin, hallelujah. And if you fall into sin, own it. Own it. If you're going to be a responsible child of God, amen, and you fall into sin, own it. Amen. But in owning it, amen, you need to understand, hallelujah, that you can't repent over that sin. Get over that sin, amen, and get right back up and keep on living for God, hallelujah. Come on now. Amen, amen, amen. But fasting will help you to break through it. If you fall into sin, own it. Amen. And then get up and fight your way back to God. Hallelujah. And when you do get back to God, Hallelujah, your flesh has got to be harnessed. Your flesh has got to be fenced. Amen. And you need to realize you've got to take, amen, more control over, amen, that beast that lives inside of you. Put that old beast back up there in that picture. Hallelujah. That's a big, bad, ugly dude. Hallelujah. I can see how those horns could kill somebody accidentally. Amen. All that dude's got to do if somebody's standing close by is just swing his head around. Amen. Not being aggressive, not intending to kill anybody. All he's got to do is swing his head around and somebody dies. But, my God, I would not want to be inside of a fence for that thing when it was mad. <laughs> amen. I'm telling you tonight, amen, you don't want to walk around, amen, in life, amen, or through life. Hallelujah. with your flesh acting like that beast is capable of acting. Out of control. Out of control. Hallelujah. What was the next verse of Scripture I gave you? I think I wrote it down here wrong. Galatians chapter 5. I wrote down Genesis chapter 5. They ain't got nothing to do with a cow or oxen or something with horns on his head, right? Galatians chapter 5. When you get back to God. Hallelujah. Responsible Christians, you know, you got to learn how to read yourself you got to learn how to understand where you are and why you are where you are. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, going to church helps me to keep control over my flesh. Hallelujah. And I look around this area and I, I, there's church buildings within just, you know, you can throw a rock two or three times, and you can hit church buildings close to us, amen, they have not opened the doors of those churches for a year now. They have been shut down for a whole year. My wife and I, we ride by those churches sometimes, and we think, amen, when we get to talking about it, I wonder how many people are going to come back when they do open the doors of the church. How how big of a congregation are going to come back, amen, after a year, amen, without going to church, without hearing, amen, anointed preaching or teaching, amen, without fellowship with other saints of God. I wonder how many is going to come back, amen, when they do open the doors of their churches. I'm sure there's going to be some preachers, uh, Amen, that are shocked, hallelujah, of how many people they've lost. Not only have they lost them out of their congregation, amen, but there are going to be a lot of them, amen, that are shocked and surprised that they have lost their congregation to sin. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm talking about a fight. Amen. Something we've got to fight every day of our life. Amen. A fight. Hallelujah. We've got to fight the good fight of faith, right? Hallelujah. We've got to fight to maintain who we are. We've got to fight. Amen. And one of the things that helps me in my fight is coming to church. Singing the songs of Zion. Amen. Being in an anointed sanctuary. Hearing the men of God preach the word of God. Brother Roe, Brother Clint, they both, amen, they, they both feed me when they get up here the Word of God. Amen. These other ministers that are coming to preach, amen, they're going to feed us when they come with the Word of God. So it's important that we come to church. It's important that we pray. It's important that we fast. And I'm going to read that verse of Scripture here if you want to turn back. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. Somebody say, we're free. Hallelujah. We're free if we want to be free. Amen. Hallelujah. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Once you get yourself back with God the way that you need to be, your flesh is harnessed. Amen. Fence, control. You got it under control again. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know, there, there, I, I know that there's things that happen in life. Amen! That throw people for a loop. Amen! And they, amen! And they, 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 they just quit praying, and they, uh, quit attending church, and they, amen! Quit seeking God the way that they're supposed to seek God. Seek me, seeking God. Hallelujah! And pretty soon their flesh starts riling up. Hallelujah! Amen. Their flesh starts driving them back to the world, and to the things of the world. Praise God. Hallelujah! So we got to keep it under control. But once you get it back under control. If you're in a battle tonight. If you're caught in that battle, that trap. Your flesh is crying out for more of the world. Hallelujah. And you're desiring more of the things of the world. Then that's your beast. And you are responsible for that beast. It's going to be up to you to pray. It's going to be up to you to fast. Hallelujah. And, I, you know, I know how it is. I know how people are. You know, like Brother Barfield said, uh, all, of the guys, all of the guys that used to, that he got in, in off of the streets, and he said they'd go on a week fast. They'd go on a seven-day fast. Hallelujah. And then, amen, at the end of the seven-day fast, he's looking forward to going home and eating. Then he'd have one of the other brothers in the church come to him that was fighting with something come and ask him to fast with him again. And then, amen, he would fast with that one for a day or two. And then somebody else would come and ask, amen, would he fast with them? Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Amen. It, it, it don't hurt. Let me, let me say this. It don't hurt to call on a friend. If you feel like you need an added boost or, amen, it would encourage you to, amen, to know that somebody is fasting and praying with you. But what if you can't find that friend that would fast and pray with you? Are you going to fast and pray for yourself? are you going to take the initiative? Because it's, it's your beast. It's your fasting. And it's your prayers. Amen. That's going to conquer that beast. It's encouraging to have somebody to help out. And to join with you. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. Amen. You can't depend on their fasting and prayers to get you through. Amen. It's your responsibility. Go back to the title of my message and I'm closing. The beast of my responsibility lives right inside of here. Hallelujah. When you, get, when you drift away from God and human reasoning kicks in and, amen, and starts giving you every kind of excuse under the sun not to, amen, draw nigh to God, not to run back to God, not to, amen, not to pray or seek God anymore. Hallelujah. Amen. Your human reasoning has become dangerous. You just need to pick up the Word of God and read all these scriptures that I read to you tonight. And there's tons more about the lust of the flesh. And how we've got to conquer the lust of the flesh. And how we've got to be victorious over the lust of the flesh. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't want to die lost. I, I don't want to go to church for 41 years and then die lost. Hallelujah. I don't want to preach the Word of God for all these years and then let my flesh. You know, here recently over the past year, there's some, there's some, there's some pretty prominent that are being exposed. You just, there's three or four real prominent ministers that are being exposed that the whole time that they're standing up there preaching the word of God to others, they've got lady friends on the side. They're getting pictures on their phones, amen, of lady friends, hallelujah, who are not clothed, and amen, and they're sending back pictures back and forth, and hallelujah, thinking that this, you know, this stuff is all hid, and, amen, and, and, and over the past year, there's been at least three, three or four prominent preachers that, amen, that they, they realized, hallelujah, has not been living what they were preaching, praise God. Hallelujah, they have not been living, amen, and keeping their beast under control, hallelujah. Now, I don't think any of these preachers were apostolic preachers, but, amen, it can happen to apostolic preachers just like it can to any other preacher, amen. We can all get to a certain place, we think we got it made, and we start drifting, hallelujah, and before you know it, amen, our mind's in the wrong place, our heart's in the wrong place, our eyes are in the wrong place. Our intentions are in the wrong place. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, if we don't do anything about it, praise God, if we just let it slide and let it slide let it slide, we are protecting potential danger. We are protecting, amen, the danger that's going to send us to hell if we're not careful. I want us to stand tonight together, and I want you to lift your hand to God, and I want you to pray, God, help me in my battle Amen. Help me in my struggles. Help me in my battle. Hallelujah. Keep my flesh under control. Hallelujah. God, I know, I, and I know tonight that sometimes it is a struggle it is a battle to keep our flesh under control. But God, right now, tonight, I'm praying, God, hallelujah, God, that you would, amen, help us all tonight, God. Hallelujah. If we're struggling tonight, God, Amen. Let us know, God, tonight. We need to pray. We need to fast. We need to seek your face. Hallelujah. We need, we need God to come, amen, before your throne of grace, God, and own what we have done and confess and repent over what we have done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that you can, in return, forgive us and help us to get it right the next time, hallelujah amen, I'm so grateful tonight that God is a merciful God hallelujah, he is a God that gives us a second chance sometimes a third or fourth or a fifth or sixth chance, hallelujah sometimes we get a lot of chances to make it right but somewhere along life's journey somewhere along life's journey hallelujah we gotta win that battle with our flesh. Come on, somebody. God, I know there's somebody here tonight. I know there's somebody here tonight. You would not have laid this on my heart, God, if it was not somebody here tonight. Struggling with their flesh battling with their flesh tonight. Hallelujah. Of God, whoever it is, man, woman, boy, or girl tonight, whoever it is, God, I am praying, God, that, that, matter, that they would win I that battle, that they would win that fight. Hallelujah. That they would way. take control and take responsibility and same. get it right with you tonight, but God, in Jesus' name. Be hallelujah, God. With the Oh, you gotta put the world behind you tonight. You gotta set the cross up there in front of you. Hallelujah! Oh, you gotta, you gotta make up your mind by the grace of God. I'm gonna serve the Lord. Oh, Jesus! The beast of my responsibility. The beast of your responsibility tonight. Don't play with it games, hallelujah amen, we're not not playing games, amen this thing is for eternity tonight hallelujah this thing is for eternity tonight, hallelujah thank you Jesus we can't play around with sin, we can't play around with sin, hallelujah we can't pet it, we can't hamper it Hallelujah. we got to get victory over tonight. Thank you, Jesus. The cross Thank you, Jesus. Tonight. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, I will serve the Lord. Come on, sing it tonight. Come on, one more time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I can go back to the way it used to be before.
2: For your presence came and changed me Hallelujah,
1: Jesus
2: I won't go
1: back
2: I can't go Come
1: back To the way it is. Make up your me. mind You're going to Before get through
2: your this You're going to get over this You're going to conquer me this me. You're going to defeat this I won't go back I can't go back Hallelujah to the
1: praise here tonight hallelujah amen 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 hallelujah thank god for the word of god when we read the word of god study the word of god we can live in the light we can see and know and understand what we need to do hallelujah thank you for coming tonight thank you for listening intently tonight god bless